0: Hello, and welcome to episode four of um, King of the Northwood. Uh, Before I begin, uh, I'd like to um, advertise uh, another podcast uh, made by my friends and co workers, Allie and Jen, uh, entitled Michigan and Other Mayhem. Um, Check it out, it's pretty cool. Um, The latest episode is about uh, uh, an interesting, intriguing murder um, with a twist. And um, uh, uh, songs uh, created about people, um, some you know, famous singers like Billy Joel and Aerosmith. So, check it out. All right, uh, let's begin. Former Mayor Torres of the village of Golden Bridal casually stepped into the village of Bloody Tunic. He was troubled by the antics of the people that had infiltrated the village from Bloody Dagger. They were making a mockery of the place. "'defiling things and creating scandals and uttering blasphemy. "'The one mother sidled up to the man and nodded. "'They are contemptuous for themselves. "'They do not think they belong anywhere. "'They will see, soon enough, that they belong here, "'that this village was created expressly for them.' "'He lowered his head and gathered himself. "'I need your help, one mother,' insisted the former mayor. "'I've never had to ask for help before. "'My circumstances... Did not demand it? Certainly, she answered. I'll listen to your concern. Walk this way. The pair entered a shaded, isolated alcove. They approached a bench. Celeste delicately directed the man to, us- to sit beside her. After a long silence, former Mayor Torres said, "I apologize, child, for what we must have done to those who those like you, for what all of us must have done to you." As the forest does command us, you see, God has plans for you. Had we seen that, had we feared God too much, had we not respected God enough, no telling what would have happened to you. God uses you now, to his glory. As for me, for the first time in my long life, I look for guidance from him. Are you here to apologize? Taurus said nothing. I don't know where to begin, was his reply. Celeste lowered her eyes, then pointed behind former Mayor Torres. Bloody tunic has nothing to offer the man who does only the right thing. Well, are you right? Are you wrong? The one mother stood and turned to leave when the former mayor stuck out a hand and pulled at the teen's sleeve. Celeste returned to her seat beside Torres. The former Mayor Torres shuddered. Did you once doubt you were, you ever were? Did you think that you were a shadow? That you were a figment in a person's mind? Maybe I am wrong, for the first time ever. Celeste touched the man's elbow. Tell me, why have you come to me, to God? Mayor Taurus trembled. I am in crisis, for I awoke five days ago. I awoke, and for the first time, the sun was not up to greet me. Do you get my meaning? I think I do, but please, confess your fear. The woman's hand grazed the former mayor's elbow and squeezed the mayor's forearm. It takes a brave man to confess what he is afraid of. Well, for the past, I don't know, several hundreds of years, I would rise with the sun. I would awaken every day, and the sunlight would touch me simultaneously. Instantly... When I touched the pane of glass with my forefinger, the sunlight would kiss it. Like I said, this has happened for centuries, such that I am convinced that the sunlight would not grace the Western Ambassine without first entering my bedroom and emblazoning my fingertips. The sunlight was my bride. As it ascended those twenty minutes, we would converse. There was nothing I did not tell the sun, and the sun assured me, in its silence, every day as long as it shone, day after day, it promised me that it stood beside me. It enforced my reign. It made the world what it was. And that did not happen five days ago, like it has happened every other day? That's just it. Former Mayor Torres looked begrudgingly at the sun as it cut a swath of light at the base of a large oak. One day, poof, One day, and this happens, I was up, I had awakened, but the light of the sun was not there to greet me. I was terrified. Can you imagine that you are a part of a relationship? More than that, that you are a contributor to a world as everyone else knows it. I'm everyone's son. I'm everyone's reality. But here, today, I find that I fail everyone. Most certainly myself. I'm here because it is my hope that God can restore the world as I know it, that he can restore the world as it is, and must be. Celeste frowned. You fear the world can never be as it had been? I'm afraid of falling asleep, replied Taurus, shifting nervously. I haven't slept for a week. I simply sit in my bed, sit and watch the sun rise. Every day, I tell myself, the sun will not rise. I become all the more anxious. But for the last five days, the sun has come up. I'm afraid that the world will trundle off its greased track once I fall asleep, once I don't wake up again. Do you have advice for me, one mother? Could the world live in darkness and cold? Must it? You have never come here before thinking that the world revolves around you, and it certainly did. Until another was found to carry the world off of your shoulders and on to its new destination God tells me this much former mayor Taurus floundered slid off the stone bench and then collapsed into the dust Has God found fault with me who am I now that I am dead I'm here that God might heal me has he allowed a particular scroll to be opened what has become of my most cherished scroll the one I have been irresponsible with, the one I entrusted to another. Does your God know where I might find him? I know your God has given my strength and authority to another. This man must own my school as well. Celeste reached and tousled Mere affection, hair affectionately and said, No, pilgrim, you have not disappointed God. No, rather, God has found favor with you. You remained uptight, upright and compassionate for these two thousand years. God has seen that. The sun will continue to rise and set, as another has been chosen to take your place, also that you might head in a new direction, one not of wounding people, but rather restoring them. You must be made of different stuff, stronger stuff. God acknowledges it. Don't you think that it is weird that God has brought you here to my village? Your strength is not in said scrolls and who owns them. The scrolls, all of them, will burn within the next 300 years. The Northwood, as it is, will fade into obscurity. You must survive the Northwood. Your strength, from here on out, is in something else, in the God that will survive the Northwood. I'm a jealous lover of this world. If I can't have it, I want this world and everybody in it to burn What am I now? I'm like those crying mortals who are tethered to death outside the North Wood. I don't like what I've become, even if I'm a vessel for your God. I was the day. I was certainty. Now, before last week, I could do only the right thing. Like you said, I could only speak the truth. But now, now, now you are a God no more, replied Celeste. Now you are something else, someone who can love. Former Mayor Torres was outraged. Who are you? What are you made of? How is it God has found favor with you? You are not too different from what I am. You could be my daughter. You would be her age now if she lived. Sons and daughters born to villagers throughout the Northwood inherit poor treatment. They must. The villages must be forlorn. The villagers feared and hated. The Northwood burns all the children thrust upon her. Those who do die are the lucky ones. Celeste shook her head. Why are you here, Taurus? You are here, not for God, but for your daughter. We are not too different. You are right. Only one of us admits the truth. And one of us says he is the truth. I'm here for neither God or my daughter, replied the man sullenly. I want only the world once more. If this is my weakness, being denied who I am, I can't imagine being any smaller or weaker. Your daughter has overcome the odds. She has introduced a new hope into the world. She has broken despair that burdened everyone's heart, that despair that accompanies... "'that accompanied your own reign. "'She welcomes you here. "'She is willing to admit she loves you, "'that she takes heart in your new place in the world. "'Your daughter sees your courage now. "'You know what makes you better than every other person in the Northwood? "'Even me?' "'No,' replied former Mayor Torres. "'The one mother smiled. "'You listened to me. "'You were willing to listen. "'No one else would. "'Why?' See? Sacrifice. You sacrificed your place of authority in your village and in the Northwood, in all the Abacene. You have a need. You must be loved. That makes you a person of substance. That what you were before now, you were a god, if also a shadow. You didn't exist, even if you made the Abacene real. You governed at the expense of those closest to you. At the expense of who you can be, Taurus frowned, "I don't love, I could never love. I'm afraid I might love. What if I should love? What if one should love me? Best for me to kill him or her? God sees a worthy man in you, but only after this travail. Give me the name of the one who now owns the abyssin that I might kill him. I'm terrified. I shouldn't be terrified." So alien to me That's all you've ever known, terror. You are here, you've been challenged, that you may know courage for the first time ever. A war is coming, said the one mother, a war which will begin in the village of Nor- of Golden Bridle, brought by those who despise the villages of the Northwood. A war between the world as it has been for millennia and those who demand a new one. A war I certainly will lose. I was invincible until just one week ago now. I did shield the worthy folk of the Northwood. If there is a god, why has he denied me my powers only days before I am to engage a worthy opponent, this silver snake, in battle? Unless he favors him over me, I see why I was to offer up my uh, why I was to offer up my mayorship. You and your God prefer this silver snake to me. He prefers family most of all. Celeste paused, after thinking a minute, she said, "Maybe God realizes what you do not—that the only way to defeat one foe is not by one means such as you had possessed not five days ago." but by other means, that should you put your trust in him and in others, those closest to you, those you turned away in the past, for your fear, you can be made even stronger. The Silver Snake is bent on world domination. There's no one to stop the the Silver Snake, especially if he is in league with everyone outside our forest. I represent the old world, the godless world. I represent the past, everything the past ever was. Tell me the truth. God has answered your prayers. You want me weak? That's why you ask me of my sacrifice. My daughter wants me punished. Celeste smiled warmly and said, You have come so far on the present path, indomitable, invincible. Now you must enter a new road, wounded, fearful searching but all the more powerful made stronger by those in your life those you came to know those you will come to know again those who respond to love those who will fight for those they love they will be your redemption you will come to learn who you are what you are capable of god has put you on this path as he has me mine as he has your family You were intended to come here, as you are intended to enter into battle with the Silver Snake within days. Despite your condition, because of your condition, you are looking for answers. I think your family is the answer. For anything about family, how resilient they are. Yes, the Northwood may burn all around you, but you will still have your family. You will see what I have seen among the families I have witnessed. The uncommon strength you share with each member of your family. They are key to a victory you don't expect. Taurus moistened his lips. I know why I'm here. I know who my daughter is. Celeste wrapped her fingers around Taurus's thumb. Yes, and you know who your son is. Taurus would not look the one mother in the eye. And you say he must love me? Celeste teared up to win against him he must you came here not because of god though he does find favor with you you came here because you doubt yourself for once you start believing in yourself then you will believe in god you need me i need you i need my daughter if i am to to win against the silver snake he was here your son my brother was here assassins had arrived within an hour of his departure as you can see Everyone who, ha- who has been a part of my life has come here, as they must. All of them the instruments of God. Taurus was thunderstruck. My son, the silver snake? Yes. The one mother looked out upon the gold-painted horizon. He recognized me. He wanted me to join him. How? asked the mayor. Why, in taking over the Northwood, by first killing his father, and of course, after that, taking control of the entire Abacene. He knows I would win the hearts of those unwilling to fight of those who expect love. If he wins those who hate the people of the Northwood, those willing to shed blood, perhaps I would have joined him had not my God had other plans for me had I not met my father. My brother thinks he knows who I am, but he doesn't. I mean, I don't know who I am. Perhaps you should have joined him to diffuse his ambition. I do not doubt he can own the whole world. Don't you fear for the world, for the people of the village, for your own God, should your brother take over the entire world? The one mother shrugged. My place is with my God. Should Sharon take over the world? Or should he fail? That means nothing to me. God would prevail in the end. My God intends to own all the world. Not just part of it. He is jealous of those who slay. Who govern by by fear. My God is much more like you. And me. Than we know. So be it. Your brother builds an army. It strengthens every day by hundreds. I don't have it in me to defeat him. I'm sorry, lamented the one mother, but I have no place in this war that is to come. God has found favor with you. You must know that that's enough. Trust your heart. Trust people, for that will avail you. Whatever comes of this battle, wherever my life takes me, in the days ahead, I do not know if your father will ever be your father. I don't know if he can muster the courage to enter this village once more. He refuses to love you. He is not worthy of you. He despises himself. He always will. My father has courage. I see that in him. More than any god could. He may not yet be what he must be, but he is not the person he once was. She will come to love him. He must know that. Taurus grieved. He must earn that love. He doesn't think he ever will. The one mother, tearing up, looked past Horace, shaking her head. Those of the Northwood will be held accountable for their crimes. Golden Bridal will burn. The villagers have not feared anyone, but they must fear God. As for you, God could not be in your your life as you had known it. God could only be in your life now. He has seen your heart. He has spared you the judgment that must befall the others. Go, prepare for battle with the silver snake, and remember what I tell you. Beware, my brother has victory and defeat. Former Mayor Torres did not know what to make of that. He left, his, he, he left, his gaze burrowing into the ground at his feet. The former Mayor Couvray, having shunned the garments that stank of urine and left his new home of bloody tunic, Was walking through the forest with his former friend, the mayor of the village, Bundle of Thorn, a bundle of thistles. It's good to see you. I thought I would not ever see you again. What has it been? Twenty years? Twenty-two years, replied Cuvray sullenly. Twenty-two since the death of my daughter. You knew it had happened, didn't you? I know you refused to believe me. You didn't believe us then. Why don't you believe me now? I sense. You don't believe me now, I sense. No, but what can be said? The two walked on in silence for a long while. Finally, Tendril stated, I don't know if I should trust you. Could you be taking me to my death? Couvray frowned, then replied, As you can see, I no longer wear my crown. It has been bestowed upon another. Neither would my former friends, my villagers, come to my aid. They hate the idea of God. They fear it. I have disappointed them. They no longer love me as as a brother. I can understand why you left the eight. I don't have to tell you how the others miss you. We must replace Mayor Taurus. Tell me, please, whom you think we should choose to replace him. That doesn't concern me. It shouldn't concern you. Oh, I see. You still carry a grudge. Well, the two men entered a clearing. Soon they were surrounded by fifteen men and teens from the village of Pissfield Canteen. What's this here? Who are these men? What are you intending, Brother Couvray? The men and boys circled the pair. Couvray quietly slid out of the circle. The men closed tighter and put their hands on the mayor of the village of Bundle of thistles. What is this? Required tendril. Who are these persons here? Do you want to know why I left the eight? Well, I will tell you why. Mayor Torres told me I should, if I wanted my revenge, and he was right. I know. Once I came upon the body of Cecil, the terrible death she must have suffered, that she would all s- that you would all seven of you be expecting me to strike back as I would not need to strike out at my replacement. I could not hope to slay five of you, and Taurus knew that. If I wanted my revenge, I had to be creative. I had to resign my post to the Council of the Eight. I had to give up my crown. I had to assist someone capable enough of conquering the Northwood. Now Sharon builds an army. He knows to win the Northwood, he must defeat the Eight. You are from among the eight. That's ridiculous," quarreled Tendril. "The other six are building their own army. They are summoning those who, are, who have made oaths of fealty. They are calling in debts. They are promising priceless scrolls as reward. We have an impossibly strong army. How strong is Sharon's army? What, seventy-five hundred? Don't you see?" queried Couvray. "We have turned troops away. So many people in the Abyssin beyond the reach of this forest want to take it." to the arrogant, fearless people of the Northwood. They have lived in fear for generations, knowing that on the slightest of whims, a handful of villagers could come in, take all their possessions, rape all their women, slaughter all their lords, enslave all their children, burn all their foodstuffs. That will change. The people of the Northwood respect no one outside the forest. They don't have to. Once Charon wins, the north wood and the villagers are in chains the walled cities and towns of the south will throw their own support behind him charon's war to claim control of the west will have begun Tendro wrestled with his uh, captors as they sealed him in i don't know what men you are you must be villagers from a less distinguished place i have not once visited Mayor Taurus must have you in his hip pocket. No matter, I have my powers. The elves have bestowed this upon me. The sunlight caught a gleaming medallion. He cradled it in the palm of his hand. My magic is sufficient to slay a hundred of your kind. And Mayor Tendril wrestled himself free. Despite the silent men closing on him, the mayor was able to cradle a ball of blue flame in his two hands, slowly he nurtured it, As it grew, the light heightened the man's ugly features. Ha! You are fools, all of you, to think you can overtake me. Tendril laughed, his whole body shaking as the ball of flame strengthened in intensity. There was ecstasy in the man's face as he released the magic. His eyes were closed. He expected to open them upon utter devastation. But, blinking, Mayor Tendril looked around. He could not believe what he was seeing. The band of light and heat was gone. It was consumed. It had consumed nothing. In its place was a wisp of silver smoke. What is this? Warned Mayor Tendril. What has happened? Couvray frowned. You ought to be. You ought to question. Whatever the elves give you, everything they give you give out. Expect to fail. Couvray, holding a length of enchanted rope approached the silent men who recovered their grasp on Mayor Tendril. As Couvray removed Mayor Tendril's silver crown, the men busily went to work, binding the mare. Within minutes, the mayor of Bundle of of Thistles was bound snugly, head to toe. Mayor Tendril was fighting his binds. He spat, his face red with rage. You have deceived me, you have defeated me, but there are seven others, seven very smart, very capable men, Many of us have been around for more than a thousand years. We have learned a lot over those years. Maybe you have succeeded t- taking me, but not the other seven. One of them, certainly, will see you coming, to be sure. Oh, I do not doubt it. You forget I was one of the eight. I know each one of you intimately. That is why I went to each one of you today, before your absences could cause alarm. Tendril wrenched his head one way than another. He could see all around him, wriggling in the, in, at the feet of the silent villagers from Pissfield Canteen, six other men from the Council of Eight. Former Mayor Taurus was conspicuously absent. Couvray knelt down and picked up a sword, an enchanted blade he was entrusted with by Peckmarl of the village of Golden Bridal, not a regular blade, but something that had been at the side of kings for centuries. Kruveri chuckled. I see the fear in your face, Mayor Tendril. You have seen this blade before, when you were marching on Therestion, before the Felking knew who he was and what he was capable of. The wizard respected this blade. He feared it. Funny how, over the years, treasures and threats seemed to find their way in different locales, through many different hands. No, very few blades can slay a mare from among the eight. Certainly, it helps, what with you not wearing your crown. The blade glinted bright in the sunlight. Cuvray dropped the weapon. Yes, Mayor Taurus knows who I am. He does. He knows enough not to leave this, his village and take a walk with me. He had been from among the eight. I have no grievance with him. But it is he that Sharon intends to confront in battle. Mayor Tendril looked around, looked at the other six mayors, bound head to toe, in the most dire of situations. For the first time in his long life, did the mayor, Taurus, did the mayor fear for the future of his people. And that concludes the, this episode, uh, episode four of King of the Northwood. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll have the next one forthcoming. Thanks for listening.